of the blue and into our lives comes an ultra-fine hunk of burning love. Followed by someone who looks suspiciously like a girlfriend. Are they friends or foes? And who are these two new sailors who show up right on their heels? Should we be jealous or jazzed? Hang tight with me, and you'll find out. Moon Podcast Escalation! My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down with a friend each and every week and watch an episode of the classic 1992 Sailor Moon anime and talk about why it is that we love it so much. And today, we are, are let me down, are betrayed me, I feel like. But S? S is three for three, because we're going to be watching uh, Sailor Moon S episode 92, A Handsome Boy? Haruka Tenno's Secret. It's going to be a lot of fun. It is. And in order to help us talk about that, we have invited back on the show one of our our most requested uh, return guests. Allison Stock is back. Allison, how are you tonight? I'm great. Thank you. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Not quite as musical as you are, but I'm doing okay. I was just singing the Xena intro song and it's I'm just feeling very musical. But hello. There's a whole parallel podcast (laughs) about Xena Warrior Princess happening that no one has gotten to hear yet. It's not even not even recorded, but it's called Xena Warrior Business. Um, (laughs) where we analyze every episode of the show, Xena Warrior Princess, and find out what makes her a princess. Yep. Accurate. But hi, thank you for having me back again. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I'm psyched to be here. Uh, So it's been a couple of days since we recorded. Uh, Allison, do you have any Sailor Moon developments in your life over the past uh, two days? Sailor Moon developments. That's funny because they're all prepubescent girls. They're all not developed at all. Sorry. Allison. (laughs) Getting right to it. I'm leaving. Allison, we we asked you back on the show. I'm sorry. I can go. I know the way. Okay, no. Um, so, um, Sailor Moon developments. Well, I've been watching Sailor Moon R. Wait, no. This is R, right? No. This is S. This is S. <laughs> yeah, I've been catching up on Sailor Moon S again, and it's making me feel really nostalgic for when I remember watching it the first time. Now, did you watch it when it was uh, first airing in America or, or later in life? Well, in Canada. Oh, I remember, in Canada. That's right. Although it wasn't on YTV. They stopped after after S. After R. Oh, God damn it. They stopped after the other one. For, for, <laughs> but then I remember being into this one, whatever this one is, um, and when I was like on the internet and like chat rooms and Angel Fire click through fan fiction, like website, st- like Sailor Sun was a big thing. I would read that all the time and you could click through it. It's like people would change all this art to make her look like sailor sun and she had golden hair and a golden outfit and the sun's not a planet it's a star but they're sailor stars and it's another thing and all the sailor scouts revolve around her because she's the sun and i just remember like like early days of of when you'd have to download episodes and it would take a whole day to download and like your mom would be like i've got to use the phone get off the internet and i'd be like my download and i'd have to stay up late so like I, everyone would go to bed and I'd have to stay up so I could set the downloads going. But then it's like, I'm seven, like nine years old. Like I have to go to bed. 
Wow. So this is what these are now the th- memories that I'm getting back. Now, this is something I don't know if we've talked about, Jordan. I have said on the show before, this is my first time going through S. I remember hearing about it when it was airing in America, but never actually seeing it. Like, I, I think the first thing I heard about Sailor Moon S was the, the, the Cousins controversy. Oh, yeah. Which oh, I'm sure yeah. we're going to get into in a little bit. But did you watch it as it aired or did you not see these episodes until you did your big... Uh, 200 episode rewatch all those no, I, years ago. Yeah, I didn't see it till the rewatch. When I watched again, when I watched Sailor Moon, it was when uh, when they hadn't even finished R during that period when it just went up to the Rubius fight. Oh, man. Uh, so I had again, I had heard all that same stuff uh, about. I don't know. I guess I must not have been able to. How would I have heard? I wouldn't have been able to hear about the cousins. I don't know when I must have heard about that then. It must have been when it happened, but I know I wasn't watching it anymore then. How strange. It was a big deal because in Japan, they were friends or they were, you know, buddies or whatever. But in America, they had to change it for the dub. And everyone's like, oh, they're cousins. And then the people who were in Japan watching it are like, excuse me, they're not cousins. Why, Why did you say buddies? Yeah, I don't think friends or buddies <laughs> is a, like gal pals. They're just gal pals. Well, this was in, you know, 1990. What year did this, what year what? did this series? This it, gal pals? Happen? Lady lovers, you know. Yeah, lovers. They're lovers. Lovers. Yeah, they're, they're girlfriends and they're, girlfriend. They're Zena and Gabrielle to the max. I'm sorry. I'm on a, t- I'm so stuck. I'm so fixated on it. Um, I'm here for Sailor Moon. I'm so here for Sailor Moon. But like they weren't actually, even on the show itself, even... They never called each other girlfriends on the show. So the the fact that they had to mask it by calling them cousins was excessive. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, it's so funny because I honestly am really baffled as to when I, I heard about the cousin idea. Because it couldn't have been when it was first airing. I mean, that's the point at which I heard about them being uh, a couple. And 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 weird rumors about what was going on in stars that we were like, wait, what? I don't understand. But um, <laughs> but I, I I honestly can't remember when I heard about the cousins thing. I guess it again. It, the only option is when it aired, when it finally got around to airing. But um, I I didn't know anyone who watched it anymore then, so I don't know where <laughs> I heard any of that. It's so prude. Strange. I also thought that uh, Sailor Uranus was a boy like i must i missed the reveal <laughs> when i was a kid and i was like she's a boy don't, but she's spoil tries- it that's you're gonna spoil this yeah. week's episode all right cut that out i'm sorry i'll get to the <laughs> no, mention no. It later no just cut it out jake sorry <laughs> no jake it's fine it's perfect no jake it's not fine i ruined the surprise it's like when people are like game of thrones spoiler alert and people are like the books have been up for 30 fucking years and they're like spoilers and George R. R. Martin's like, I'm working on it, guys. I'm working on it. That is all going to be stuff that we talk about today uh, when we get into the episode. <laughs> Game of Thrones? No. No. <laughs> Maruka and Michiru. Who? Um, Amara and Amara Michelle. And Michelle? Like cousins. <laughs> anyway. Is that what their names are? Are they Amara and Michelle? They yeah. sure are. <laughs> wow. Okay. At least, you know, at least you can kind of see how they got to Michelle. Kind of. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they didn't call her Harry. Harry? Yeah, like for Harriet or Harold. I can think of a good reason. Why? Because that would be terrible. <laughs> well, all right. We'll talk about it later. Uh, do you want to do some Twitter questions? 
Well, I want to do some Twitter questions, but first I think we have a little sailor business business to take care of. Uh-oh. Uh, I, got, I got three items Uh-oh. on the docket to get oh, through. Oh, my goodness. Uh, first of all, I just wanted to give another mention to uh, the sailorbusiness.ttoki.com uh, t-shirt club that we Whoa. have. That is a, a great way to uh, support the show until one of us stops being lazy enough to not have a Patreon. <laughs> uh, which one are we talking about? Both of us, honestly. <laughs> it's it's both of us at this point. <laughs> But uh, if you like the show and you want to support it and you want to wear some really, really cool designs from some really great artists, uh, we do not know what the current uh, uh, Sailor Business t-shirt is, I don't think. No, not as of this recording. We don't, unfortunately. But I bought my pizza coffee I, shirt, though, and I'm so excited. I have a piece of information about that. Oh. We got an email from uh, Christina Gomez, uh, who wrote in to say a lot of things and hopefully we'll get her on the show to, to talk about her. She was the, uh, the cosplayer who did that really, really great Alan and Anne cosplay. Oh, nice. Uh, and she wrote in to tell me that in Harlem, uh, both of you can go to this. There is a place called Jumbo's pizza coffee shop. Oh my God. What? I'm Googling it. Me too. And I have also heard that, uh, uh, I, I don't know if there's chicken. But people have have written in and, and told me that uh, pizza bread is uh, a very common item in cafes in Japan. So pizza what? coffee is, in fact, maybe a real thing. Oh what God. is pizza bread? I assume it's like a French bread pizza. Oh, All right, Jun- Jumbo's Pizza Coffee Shop. I'm on their website right now. So, yeah, they're they're just like a pizza place that also has I coffee. I guess. That's great because I can't imagine two foods I would like to eat together less. <laughs> two foods that I love that I would just hate having together. Oh, they also Nothing. have like a, a giant breakfast menu. Tons oh, okay. of different breakfast. Then that's fine. I that's also found a, an article online. I googled pizza coffee and the article is called Adding Coffee to Pizzeria Menus. Lots of, oh, you know what? This is a whole deli. They've got everything. They've got everything. Uh, it's like a whole deli. They just are called... Jumbo's Pizza Coffee Shop for some reason. I just can't imagine like eating a pizza and being like, "Hey, you know what would go great with this? Like maybe oh. some maybe some buffalo wings, some red some breadsticks, a nice tall cup of coffee." <laughs> Terrible. Well, uh, but they don't seem to specialize in chicken. There's no pictures of chicken on this site, so. F. But in January of 2016, a little boy got pizza and coffee for cops stuck in a standoff in Oklahoma City. Nice. You're just Googling the concept of pizza and coffee together? Uh-huh. Nice. Actually, uh, I don't even see coffee on their menu. Uh, oh, hey, wait. Here, here we go. Bastard. Well, if it's called Jumbo's Pizza Coffee Shop, they should yeah. have coffee. Well, it's just that they have a giant menu, and way down at the bottom, there's coffee, small, large. So, like, okay, among many, uh, many, many other drinks. Do you think like the like the wizards over at Doritos have ever tried to like flavor blast coffee and put that put that pizza like pizza dust from combos into a, in, into a coffee cup? All right. If you are listening to this and you have an idea for what a pizza coffee dish would be and a recipe uh, and you tried it and you want to tell us what it's like, please do. Yeah. Send it in. I'm actually kind of curious because I cannot imagine any. Any combination of pizza and coffee together being good. But maybe I'm wrong. Well, I mean, you know what? What about uh, Ninja Turtle-style coffee ice cream on a pizza? Ooh. Also horrible. <laughs> also horrible. Oh, you guys, those Ninja Turtle pizzas always look unbelievable. Like, the way the cheese would just... Oh, oh my God, I'm so hungry now. 
you get some pizza coffee, Allison, and uh, I will continue. Item two. Bye, everyone. Thanks for having uh, we've, me. <laughs> we've had a lot of response over our question on our, our guest format. Uh, if you're listening to the show, unless this is your very first episode, uh, you probably know that what we do is we have one guest on for every two episodes. So each guest does two in a row. Uh, and I've heard back from a lot of people, and I was kind of surprised by this. Everyone who's gotten in touch likes that model a lot. For the same reasons that we do, because we get to kind of meet the person, talk about Sailor Moon. The second episode, we get to you know revisit some different stuff. Uh, a few people, um, four or five people, have actually written in to suggest that we keep the two episodes per guest model for new guests and returning guests maybe only do one episode. But I actually think that would be even harder to schedule. <laughs> So, uh, I don't know. I guess we're going to keep going as is for right now. We got a couple Um, of tweets of people saying, have two guests per episode. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Although, the only part that I went, oh, interesting, was one person said, do two guests per episode, but offset it. (laughs) So, there's always a new guest and a returning guest. So, I was like, that's 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 a pretty fun idea. That would be a nightmare. Yeah, so complicated. I like it. I'm sure we can find someone in the next five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Item three. While we're on the subject of guests, Uh folks, it's been 92 episodes. (laughs) We've talked about it on the show before. I have specifically said it when I put out the call for guests. If you haven't noticed at any point over the past 92 weeks, me, Jordan, and occasionally Jake are the only dudes you're going to hear on this show. Yes. All of our guests are going to be women or non-binary because of what Sailor Moon is, because it is it is meant for that audience. And look, I'm not saying that dudes shouldn't like Sailor Moon or shouldn't enjoy Sailor Moon and shouldn't enjoy this podcast. We have a lot of really great fans uh, out there listening. Uh, we have like people like Christian who sent in the uh, the Sailor Moon R DVDs for us to do that. We have people who get in touch and tell us like, oh, hey, here's a thing you don't know about Shinto. Here's you know a thing I have expertise on. But when it comes to guests... It's always going to be ladies. It's always going to be ladies. <laughs> and look, I know, but I've said it before. We're the guys who bought the microphones, everybody. We got the domain, so it's only us. Guys, I, I, tr- I tried to get him to change, but Chris is just so sexist. that Yep, just, just keeping, all, keeping all the dudes out. <laughs> and it's, like, it's always weird when it comes up, because I know that uh, when the show was younger... When we hadn't been at this for two years, uh, I know that people maybe just not, you know, didn't realize the pattern because we hadn't really talked about it. But when I've specifically gone, hey, uh, if you want to be on the show and you're a lady, get in touch. And, uh, you know, we're still getting dudes writing in. It's it's a little weird to me that that happens. But, you know, again, thank you for listening. We appreciate your listening and uh, and you're interacting and you're participating in that regard. But it's only going to be ladies on the show. Because because nobody wants to hear three dudes talk about Sailor Moon. <laughs> I'm sorry. People barely want to hear two dudes talk about Sailor Moon with a woman present. <laughs> so anyway, that's all the Sailor business I've got, Jordan. All right. Let's talk about some, some tweeting that has happened. Oh, uh, the suggestion. So we talked about solving every problem with an ice cream cone. Someone suggested that should be the Bob Floy slogan. Oh, oh that should that. be a Bob Floyd slogan. So Bob Floyd's shirt saying Bob Floyd solving every problem with an ice cream cone. Perfect. Perfect. Magnificent. That's um, really great. That's really great. Who suggested that? Because that's a that's a, putting it all together. Let me, let me see if I can find it. Uh, I'm not 100% sure I can. I'm going to have to look. 
But uh, for now, let's talk about some questions. All right. I'm going way back in time because I'm, I'm way back in July. I don't want to lose my place. Purge. Purge the questions. <laughs> no. It's time, it's time to declare Twitter question bankruptcy. Listen, we start over with new questions. I know you're trying to you're trying to win me over by uh, referencing the Purge films, which I love. Purge for Twitter question <laughs> bankruptcy. <laughs> but I want to give people what they want, answers to their burning questions. Like, for example, Alexander Ivanj asks us, ignoring their predestined futures, what do you think the Scouts would be like as college students? Uh, I mean, they'd probably be about the same as they are now. <laughs> I, I, like, I don't think, listen, I love you, Soggy. You know I do. But I, I don't know that she's going to go to college. <laughs> you, don't think she'll, you don't think she'll get her act together? She's you don't think she's just in her up years? Community she gets college. 30s on tests. Uh, maybe community college. Two sure. years at community college, fucking off at every moment. I think... Amy would lighten up a little, though. She'd probably get like, well, I'm in college. I've made it. So let's go to this jazz club in the village. No, I, I feel know. like there's a real good chance that Ami burns out that like she just like she just can't take it anymore and tanks. But then becomes uh, really and then fun. To, and yeah. Well, and then, you know, puts it all back together and, and, and ends up doing well. Yeah, she has. A, I'll tell you, Amy has a very hard time when. Uh, her and uh, Makoto break up because they can't handle the long distance relationship. Oh God! Why can't they go to the same school? Because Amy gets into the best school. Amy's a and, genius. And Makoto goes to like you know cooking school. Does for does Tokyo University not have like a a, a judo team or an ice skating? <laughs> they have a judo team and a no, genius department. Uh, <laughs> Chris, Chris, Amy's going to Germany. To study medicine. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Ami is going to Germany. She's not going to Tokyo University. What if she stays in yeah. Tokyo and she goes to school with all of her friends and then like she burns out and she gets drunk her for her, her, her first time and she's like, I could have gone to fucking Germany, you bitches. And they're like, Amy, that's you're 20 years old. You could still go to Germany. And she's like, I had my chance. No, it's only when you're 14. You can only go to Germany <laughs> when you're 14 and learn about medicine. I want her to grow her it's hair long her. so that when she's puking in a toilet, someone can hold her hair back for her. Like, it's so sweet. Usagi goes to tender. America, right? Usagi <laughs> like, absolutely goes to America to go to a party school. <laughs> do they not have party schools in Japan? Probably not. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Look, I do not know. I do not know of any Japanese colleges or universities that have party school reputations. Tokyo University is the only one I know. <laughs> okay, and wait. All seriousness. I mean, all seriousness. If Usagi wasn't Sailor Moon, like, is there any job she's qualified for? I, I mean, she's fourteen. It's kind of hard to tell. She can work at Bob Floyd. I mean, she's she can work at, Bob work at Bob Floyd. She's not okay. She's definitely not going to have a creative job. She's not going to have a math using job. Math using, um, you know, a math using job. A math using job. <laughs> they have math using jobs in the world, anyway. I use math. I mean, what, what's her, I mean, I'm going to say, what's her favorite subject? And then you're going to say lunch. Eating and sleeping and taking the easy <laughs> way out. Oh, lunch. Lunch, too. Oh, well, if, she, if she's good at eating, sleeping, and taking the easy way out, she just becomes a freelance writer. Oh. But she has, you just does not have yourself. talent. I mean, listen, I'm sorry, but she doesn't have that kind of talent. Mm. I think you're judging Usagi really harshly based on the fact that she's kind of a, kind of a lazy teen. 
Like, like you're you're looking at a 14 year old who has saved the world on multiple occasions, and you're going too lazy to ever have a good job. No, no, you know what? You're right. I'm. It's not the late. Listen, it's not the lazy. It's the it's the aptitude. She doesn't seem to have a lot of aptitudes. But you know what? You're right. She she is really brave and stuff like that. She can't even walk and chew gum at the same time. We hear, we get this about her a right. lot, including this episode. But we get that a lot. Like that's got to mean something. Fourteen, you have a lot of time to get things together. She's in middle school, for God's sake. Okay, wait. Well, Chris, I mean, listen. I, it, <laughs> if if you drew a line from from fourteen year old Chris to current Chris, is it like holy shit? Who would have thought he'd get here? Or is it like yeah, sure, there's some interesting bits, but like I can see it. No, it is exactly. <laughs> It is, oh, oh, Chris! Chris is a comic book writer who also still likes pro wrestling and GI Joe and, right. and Sailor Moon. Yeah, like it's it's a straight line. But I am unusual, Jordan. No, so I, but the I, same I'm is true for me. I'm I mean, not listen, like get other being, girls. I'm Chris. Sims. Working at Marvel <laughs> is pretty exceptional. But like, if you if somebody if you said, oh, Jordan's going to work in the comics industry, people wouldn't would go, yeah, okay, sure. What about what like, about you, Allison? What were you were were you into the same stuff when you were fourteen? I mean, I was really, in, I knew I want, I wanted to be an actor. I was doing all that. I really liked Shakespeare. I sang a lot. I kind of still do the same things. I read a lot of books. I read a lot of comics. I read a lot of just like anime and manga. I, I read anime. I read a lot of manga. I watched a lot of anime. Didn't, I wasn't very social. <laughs> I'm kind of doing what I was doing when I was 14. Okay. I've got it. I just figured out what Yusagi can do for a living. Oh my God. Okay. What? Wedding planner. Oh! <gasps> No. That would be a good one. She's not organized. No, that's true. She isn't very organized. Not organized. But that's a skill you can that's a skill you can develop. Right. He, also, also, I think something that's that's worth noting here is that Usagi as a character is not the the goals she is oriented to are not career goals or school goals. They're romantic goals. That's true. Like her 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 dream is to be Mrs. Memoruchiba right. for <laughs> some ungodly reason. Oh. <laughs> Well, he uh, money. So, I mean, because of, of his skilled work with a rod. <laughs> no, we're not doing that again. We're not he doing that again. Sure, but his rod got he his rod got no. broken by the pussy. No, he broke his rod. God. But so. like, do you see how it grows? It's impressive. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> leave. No, <laughs> not a shower, baby. <laughs> no, well, I, I think yeah. it's also anyway. Back to my point. I think, <laughs> please. It's also very dismissive of, of you know, wife and mother as a viable life choice. No, you're right. Like that's, that's true. That's kind of, like, Usagi, you know, that's what Ikuko is. Like, Usagi kind of feels like she she wants the the life of a homemaker, which is perfectly fine. I mean, you know, not as impressive as eternally reigning queen of the universe, but... Right. Well, what if she... You say she this has anything to do with college. <laughs> well, you say she wants to be a wedding planner, but I feel like she would want to be like... The J-Lo kind of wedding planner from The Wedding Planner. <laughs> she loves that movie probably and wants sure. that to be her life. Yeah, that makes sense. So she, she probably would study hard and learn how to be organized and get herself a nice black planner that she always brings with her and, you know, always dresses up just right and falls in love unexpectedly. I'm sure she's very, like, I think she could apply herself for that. Because we always talk about, um, which I think, is is it relevant to this episode? Is this the one with Venus in it a lot? Yeah. Yes, Venus always, in this one. We always talk about her and Venus being very similar, but that's one place where I think they're very different in that Venus is driven. Like, if you say, what does Venus want to do when she grows up? 
We all know the answer. She wants to be an idol. She wants to be famous. Yusagi has kind of like passing moments where she's like, oh, yeah, I want to be famous too. But it's not, she doesn't think about it unless somebody asks about it. You know what I mean? Like it's it's a very kind of a fleeting uh, dream that she has. Yeah. But again, I feel like that's, you know, 14's young. Oh, you're right. So to clarify, Yusagi goes to community college. <laughs> uh, Makoto goes to cooking school. Amy goes to Germany. Uh, Ray is all about the extracurricular activities. She's in like 50 clubs. And who's left? Usagi. No, I already said Usagi. M- Minako. Oh. Oh, Mina. <laughs> Does she go to college? Do you have to go to college to be an idol? Maybe she goes to performing school, performing arts school. She goes to the school from fame. There you go. That's she, a high school. Yeah. Sure. She's only We're in middle there. school. Fine. She goes to like Fame 2, the, the college years. Fame 2, the college years. Yep. That is the name of a school. Good job. You're welcome. <laughs> she goes to High School Musical, the school. Um, also not a college. <laughs> it was high school right in the name. High School Musical. That, <laughs> I tried to watch that one night. To suffer, to, to to torture myself. I couldn't get through the whole thing. It's not good. You, wait, wait. I'm sorry. We have to. We have to stop. Please. And, let's and talk about it. Let's, this rabbit. let's parse this. You haven't watched High School Musical one, two, and three. <laughs> oh wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. The problem you have with this is that I haven't watched them. <laughs> yeah. The problem I have with this is that like because I. I I thought you were going to say musical one, two, and three are great. I thought we were stopping so that you could say you're wasting your time watching half of High School Musical when you haven't watched Steven Universe. I mean, look, that's also true. But I am a I am a noted. I wish I wish Betty was here because you, you would love. Be getting... Listen, it's okay because Jordan, it. Jordan, I don't watch Steven Universe either. And up until like a <gasps> month ago, I called it Steven's Universe. Because that's what I thought it was. <laughs> and I saw it all over Tumblr. And it was all of these like fat green and purple people with giant mouths. And I did not understand. I still do I'm not. I'm so upset right now. I'm so sorry. I'm so upset. What, what would, what would, uh, what would the, the, our, our Steven Universe podcast be called? Crystal Business? Crystal Business, or yeah. Steven Unisness. Mm. Sorry. That is not a word. <laughs> Or wait, what's the name of uh, it's? Well, I was gonna no, that doesn't work. I was gonna say what's the name of that thing, the thing of all the toys he gets, but that's guys, and so I was like, guy business doesn't work. He gets toys. Guys under your supervision. If there's not a uh, if there's not a Steven Universe podcast called that yet, there should be. He gets toys that are called guys. Yeah, it's yeah. but it's an acronym that stands for guys under your supervision. They're like <laughs> ultimate muscle figurines. It's amazing. Yeah, it's all true. How, wait, how do you know that, Jordan? <laughs> because I watched some of it, remember? I watched a bunch of episodes. <laughs> I watched like like 20-something episodes. It's not like I didn't watch it. I'm I like just never finished it. Fully done right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here's another question. Hey, James wants to know, are, are, are Darian and Serena really future Space King and Queen, or is that just what their five-year-old believes? <laughs> That's an excellent question. I, I think the evidence will show that they are, but I do like the idea of them just running, like, just not disabusing uh, Chibiusa of her of her childish fantasies. I, I agree. That's pretty funny. Uh, but that let's, being let's said, do one, let's do one more, well, and then okay. we get the episode. Botched Spot says asks of both Sailor Business and Step by Step Business, <laughs> if you had to replace any character in Sailor Moon with Bronson Pinchot, who would it be? <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> Artemis. Yeah, Artemis. Nobody would, be... would miss him. 
Now, what would it Bronson be? Pinchot would be actually be like a good live action Artemis. Like so, like he's actually playing a cat. Yes, like Absolutely. put him in a weird cat suit and have everyone treat him as a cat. <laughs> That's the best. I love it. I love it. Bronson Pinchot. All right. And with that, I think it's time to get into the episode. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about Sailor Moon episode 92, A Handsome Boy? Question mark? Haruka Tenno's Secret. A boy? Uh, Where? <laughs> um, which I, yeah. I, I'll, I'll tell you right now, right. I like this episode a lot, it's despite its fairly problematic premise. <laughs> it's a silly premise. Uh, Chris. Yes. What do you think the dub titled this episode? Uh, I I got I got the last one, didn't I? Or did I get the one before? You were pretty close. You had you had okay. a decent. Well, when we gave you a hint, you had a good guess. Remember, you you got you guessed that it was a crystal clear destiny was the one that it was referenced. Bananas, <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> I'm gonna say, uh, is, is it like like meet the new kid or something? Nope. Because okay, does it have the same kind of no? Like no, it okay. is not. It is not like gender confusion. No, like it is not. <laughs> I didn't think it was going to be that, Jordan. <laughs> gender schmender. One of the boys. Uh, no, no, it has nothing to do with uh, with uh, Amara or Haruka. What about race uh, cars? It does have to do with race cars. Damn it! I'm not supposed. To. I was kidding. This is for Chris again. Uh, is it like? race against evil no <laughs> it's driving dangerously that's you know, it's not a terrible time i mean it's bad it's it actually works. very bad but it's it's actually it very bad he says it's actually genuinely terrible but it could be worse <laughs> i think that's bad i think it's really bad all right all so. right so now we're going to start this episode so <laughs> yes. uh so we begin oh first of all we begin in the dub with uh, a wonderful clip the the dub has a bunch of nonsense in it uh and so the re- the listeners have probably already heard it at the start I of the episode I love this part I love this part but my favorite line of it being uh they're talking about the new scouts and they and Serena says should we be, should we jealous, be jealous or jazzed <laughs> and it, and also it's a no it's a callback to the previous episode when the when the new sailor scouts show up and there's this like it's 1960s Greenwich Village jazz. <laughs> you think, you think that's why they said jazzed? I don't know, but it is a callback to the fact that jazz music was playing last time we saw them. And no. maybe it's making it connect the dots. Like these are those people that were here when the jazz music was here. And now we're jazzed. <laughs> we're jealous. Allison, you're, you, you grew up Canadian, right? Yeah, I sure did. Can it, now we always like to ask our Canadian guests this, and I think we've probably talked about it before. Um, wh- what's the authenticity level on this slang uh, in, in terms of what was going on in Canada at the time? I mean, I say jazzed when I'm trying to be silly. I don't say it deliberately. Like if, if somebody's making a big deal out of something that I don't care about, I'll be like, "Oh my god, I'm so jazzed." But I don't. I, I don't. Ex, I don't express it like. Have you, have you tried maybe like being excited that your friends <laughs> like things, Allison? <laughs> your voice kind of got all blurry, so I wasn't sure what you said, but I heard the tone. It's and fine. I, I don't was like just it. Telling <laughs> you, you're a bad friend. I'm a bad friend. Yeah, pretty Aww. much. Aww. Sorry, guys. I'm really not jazzed. I'm jealous now. <laughs> I'm jealous. You're the opposite of jazzed. <laughs> That's how it works. It's, you can be one or the other. You could only be jealous or jazzed. 
Never the twain shall meet. Nothing falls in the middle. It's the Canadian way. So we begin this episode. But no, it's not a real phrase. It's not a thing to <laughs> say. No, no, so nobody, when you were when, when in the early 90s, none of your friends were like, I'm so jazzed about this. No. Hell no. Okay. <laughs> All right. So we open uh, as Usagi is heading to a study session for the high school entrance exams, which um, I don't think we've mentioned that. And I imagine most people listening to this are aware of this already. But in Japan, your high school is not determined by, like, your school district or anything. You do have to take high school entrance exams. And there are high schools that are considered better that you're trying to get into. Uh, just like colleges are here in uh, in America. Then how do they all end up in the same school? Amy Amy throws it. Amy <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just tanks her own score because she knows she's going to be doing some important things with these kids. Ridiculous. So, uh, so Serena walks by a familiar sight that we haven't Who seen. Does? Serena. Oh, Serena. <laughs> Serena slash Usagi walks by a familiar sight we haven't seen in a while, though. The Crown Game Center. And she is very good. She uses all her willpower to not go in and play video games. Uh, in the dub, she says arcades and grades. Ar- arcades and good grades don't mix. Yeah, I, that was my that was my life lesson. I was going to use it at the end of the episode if no one mentioned it. Oh, so I'm sorry. glad you did. No, I'm glad you did. Oh, okay. And I have to think of something. <laughs> I have to be original. You could still have learned that. It's fine. Um, so know. she's no, she's like, I'm it up now. Too late. <laughs> Cut it out, um, Jake. <laughs> so, so, so she's yes, she tries to be good, but then she notices something through the window and goes, "What the fuck?" And she goes in. <laughs> And there's Mina flirting with Andrew. Oh, I loved Andrew. He's so cute. It's such Mina a special fl- Oh, well, then you are, maybe you are Mina uh, in this case. Well, Mina was walking by probably and she went, a handsome boy. <laughs> probably. Now, here's the difference between the a, uh, an exclamation point instead of a question mark, though. Yeah, because right, she knows right. him. She knows he's there. In the subtitle, Mina is talking to Andrew about, like, just doofy stuff. Uh, I think she's talking about Artemis eating caramel or something. Is that what it is? Yeah, she says, Artemis just can't resist caramel. 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 God, that's why it's so hard to say. It's just like Meatball Head, except Artemis can chew gum and walk at the same time. He's a cat. He can chew gum and... <laughs> okay, I knew it's supposed to be a Dig Usagi, but he's a cat. She's giving. Well, that's what that's what, that's what I was going to say. In the, in the in the subtitles, she doesn't ever insult Usagi, but in the uh, in the original dub, they had her making fun of Usagi, yeah. or, or making fun of Serena, I should say. Well, yes, last episode she punched her cat in the head. This episode she's trying to choke him to death with feeding him gum. It's terrible. <laughs> well, he can handle the gum. It's the caramel he can't handle. No, no. I can't. <laughs> so Yusagi explodes physically. Her head inflates. <laughs> this is the this is the first of many truly amazing moments in this episode. <laughs> Usagi walks up behind uh, Minako, and you just see it's perfect. Like, go watch this episode if you haven't. Because first of all, the way she walks up, she like she has her like like her arms straight out and then elbows bent at a right angle with her fists pointing to the ground walking sideways <laughs> and then her head just starts getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then she literally just starts screaming <laughs> <laughs> and it's amazing because she's trying like Usagi's trying so hard 
to not go in and play video games, to not get distracted. She really wants to do well in her studies. And then she sees her friend, like, blowing off the study session to go play video games and flirt with uh, with Matoki. And she just screams at her. Yes. Now, this one, this one, the, I like the subtitle a little bit better. Because, yeah, so Matoki goes, oh, no, no, I invited her in. I was like, you should take a break from studying. You know, you might, you're probably tired of studying. You should come have some fun. Uh, at which point, <laughs> Mina pulls a Mina and says, "You're only first of all." She says, "You're only a teen once. If I fail my exams, I'll I'll be so sad that I didn't goof off." What? What? Um, <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's totally. Well, look, if you're gonna if you're gonna fail anyway, you might as well have fun. That's sure. what she's trying you think, to say. Like, if I got an A plus on my exams, I'd feel bad because if I goofed off, I could have gotten a B plus and still been fine. And if I goofed off time too. <laughs> No, she's upset. She's saying if she, she she wants to goof off because if she fails anyway, she wants to have goofed off. And then she says, besides, you know what they say, slow dancing wins the race. God damn it. At which, ta- at which point, Matoki goes, you should study. <laughs> that's, a pretty, that's a pretty solid gag. Read a book. Just a book. It's pretty great. It's pretty great. But she doesn't. Slow dancing wins the race. <laughs> it's so stupid. God. Uh, it's pretty great. So, uh, but so that, but she doesn't uh, uh, learn her lesson, and she drags Usagi off to do uh, Formula One racing, uh, Formula which is one. actually it has a weird name on the side of the. I the wrote cabinet. it down. Yeah, we all did. Oh boy, where is it though? Hold on, I'm trying to find. Who it. wants to say it? Um, hold on. Hold on, I'm going to find it, and then we'll all say it together. I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you say it, Allison. Yeah, you can say it, Allison. No, we can all... Where the fuck is it? I wrote this down. <laughs> oh, I got it. I got it. Okay. God driving. God yes. driving. That is what it is. Which actually does... <laughs> that actually does sound like the name of a weird Japan-only driving arcade game. Well, well it's, so it's, hard. It, it's so hard. The game is so hard to play that you need divine intervention in order to beat it. I mean, I, 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 okay. when I first saw it, I thought it just said good driving, which I was like, that's <laughs> funny. Uh, but then I saw it was God driving and I thought, well, sh- shouldn't it be God of driving? No. Yeah. Okay. okay. God driving. <laughs> princess of dri- warrior driving princess. <laughs> so this, this game, though, this game's really weird. <laughs> Is uh, it? Because, yeah, this because most, yeah, but, but it's a video game in, what is this? This is season three, so this might be late 93, early 94, or maybe, maybe like, yeah, I guess probably, probably late 93. And this game has, seems to have full on realistic driving physics in that it behaves exactly like a real car to the point where you can just easily lap a person who is is going uh, like seems to also be playing the game it does not seem possible it's a very weird video game i just uh i just looked up because i i'm i don't off the top of my head remember the conversion of uh kilometers to miles oh nobody does don't worry about it so i looked up how fast are they going they're going if correct me if i'm wrong they're going well over 300 kilometers <laughs> per hour which According to this is like 300 kilometers per hour is 186 miles per hour. Uh, yeah, that's how fast race cars go, dude. <laughs> but then doesn't he doesn't. Well, it's going to go up to like 375. He it oh. goes up to 400 at least 400. Yeah, those numbers. That's 248. Can Do race cars go 248 miles an hour? 
Sure. They go around 200, at that, but I don't think they go to two. But that's I'm thinking of like stock cars. Maybe F1 cars are faster. OK. OK. Listen, I don't know racing. So so uh, so Venus beats Moon pretty badly. And then Moon is like, all right, let's. Uh, so that's like you just started calling her Moon. <laughs> because very, I, very weirdly formal. As if she I call her. I mean, it's not weird to call her Venus, is it? As if she didn't already have three fucking names, like Usagi. So, so Minako beats Usagi, small lady. <laughs> Usagi, she's serenity. Big lady. She's the big lady. Big lady. Well, Usagi, no. large woman, serenity. She does not appreciate that title, guys. Needs <laughs> <laughs> to own her shit and get over it. Mina beats Serena slash yep. Usagi. Meatball head. And, and Meatball Head says, let's uh, let's go study now. And uh, Mina says, no, if we quit now, who's going to be the F1 star of tomorrow? So now she thinks she's going to be a race car driver because of this game, because she beat her at this game. Mm-hmm. And then Instrol's the a best looking boy? guy you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> Chris, you want to sign about this? Boy. Yeah. This, I mean, it's... It's difficult to know if they would have been able to pull this off at all because we've literally already seen Sailor Uranus. Like well, we but have seen always in the shadow, show. in shadow. Yeah, but shadows mean nothing in the show. She's not been in like silhouette. So are we spoiling this right now? Well, I mean, yeah, there's kind of no way of getting around this. All right. uh, like, so this is a lady. Wearing a, a suit, and they think it's a great-looking well, guy. No, it's not a it suit. Could, it's a boy's school uniform. Well, it could be Sailor Uranus, who transforms, and when she's a Sailor Scout, she's a girl, but when she's not, she's a boy. Or maybe she's trans. It's the 90s. Who knows? Yeah, like... It could be a lot of things. It, yes. it's, but it's, it's actually not, that it's a lady. It could be a lot of things. It's actually just that she's a, a woman mm-hmm. a, a, who prefers wearing the boy uniform for her for her school. And what a uniform it is. Those plaid pants. Am I right? Okay. Am I right? Straight up. I love these uniforms. I love them. Uh, the Michiru's uniform, especially, which we're going to see in a second. But, like, I really like the super loud plaid of these uniforms. Like, they're, they're burgundy and green and blue. It's fantastic. Um, is it burgundy? I, for some reason, I thought that was just kind of a brown. No, it's like it's like a red. It's like, it's a, like a like a red. Like a burnt burgundy. Yeah, it's so nice. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, but so, like, so the, yeah. the premise of the episode is that uh, Usagi and Minako are going to be operating under the assumption that Haruka, uh, which I believe in in Japanese is a you know, one of those more gender neutral names, uh, like Makoto, is a boy. Uh, and she is Haruka not, means obviously. Tra- Haruka also means train. Or no, it doesn't mean train. It is a train. Sorry. <laughs> I thought it- there is a train named Haruka? The Haruka. It's a limited express train service connecting Kyoto Station to Kansai Airport Station in Osaka Prefecture, Japan. There you go. But I- you'd think it should be like, not train, it should be like a car, like a race car. Room, room. <laughs> Well, among the many things that don't make a lot of sense about this, uh, in the original dub, as we said, they decided that her name would be Amara. And they don't hide that fact in the dub. They just go, hey, good-looking boy, what is this good-looking boy's name? Oh, Amara. 
<laughs> what? But what is Amara a female? I'm sorry, I thought you said a Martin. No. <laughs> a George R. R. Martin. Like, why didn't they pick? Like, as you pointed out, there are lots of gender neutral names in the world. Why didn't yeah. we pick any of those? Again, you done... and I both have gender neutral names. Yes. And so it could very easily be, be a Jordan, a Chris, a Devin, an Aiden, or, or an Allison, or a Harry. <laughs> No, no. Like, I just want to be in this club, guys. Now, the the one thing they they do, and, I, and this is this is really the only episode I've seen so far with Haruka in it, and she does speak with a a slightly huskier voice. Oh, you mean she talks like this? Yeah, she she kind of she kind of talks like this. Are you playing I, race cars? I can beat you in that. <laughs> Sorry, it's so fun. But I mean, I it sounds know. like a a a low. It kind of like a. You know, when they have uh, women do the voice acting for boy characters. Yeah, for, for like Bobby Hill. <laughs> Bobby Hill or or Bart Simpson or something like that. Or yeah. Ash Ketchum yeah. or Tommy Pickles. Oh, really? But, wow. But it really, it, it I, again, I don't know if it if it is maintained like this or if it's just for the gag of this episode, but it does kind of sound, it, it just sounds like a, a teenage girl affecting a deeper voice yeah i think it's like that all the time because i mean she's just a that's just the way they play her all the time that she's she she has a boyish demeanor but also what if there is more to it than that what if amara or haruka or the train or whatever her name is what if she is genuinely the train (laughs) what if the train is genuinely questioning their sexuality and is expressing it by cutting their hair and wearing pants and being just like i think it's. i think that's i think that's something that's going on like there are people but there are some people that like paint beards on their faces because they want to look like boys like that which is fine Chris, you don't think that's what's going on? No, I, I really don't, because she says at the end of the episode, you know, she she is very very clearly, you know, it seems from this episode at least. Again, I haven't seen the rest of the show. She seems to very clearly identify as a woman, mm-hmm. right? Uh, she just, you know, is a woman who who has short hair and likes wearing pants instead of a instead of a skirt and likes totally. race cars. And yeah, like there's nothing, you know, race cars are, are gender neutral. So I guess it's a lot less complicated than trans identity. And it's just like girls can like boy stuff, too. Well, yeah, no, I, I see, think that's no. I think that's what the message of, of the episode is really more than more than anything else, because it but it's it's done very even knowing it was coming. I, I was kind of it's a weird episode in a lot of ways. Like it's, it's a but, you know, I imagine for. She seems no, to no. fit right in with the idea of, you know, going back to like 90s pop culture, more with the idea of of the the quote unquote tomboy character. Right. Than with the idea of of a character who's experimenting with gender and sexuality, you know, like or at the very least, I think, you know, the closest she gets to that is that, you know, she's very, you know, she and uh, Michiru are obviously a couple and she's very butch and Michiru is very femme. Yeah, but you know, I, I think that's I think that's about as much credit as you can give it, given that this is ni- like like I said, late ninety four. I don't know. In in my experience of just like n- knowing people and being in like you know being around <laughs> you know people of uh, who uh, uh, of different sexualities and stuff in that era, like I felt like I didn't know anyone who said. Who, who discussed the idea of 
what gender was in the way that now we do. Like, you know what I mean? Like about, like you're talking about of being like, well, from now on, identify me as a a, a male and things like that. Mm-hmm. But, but I did know lots of people who were gay and were, or, a les- or lesbians who would be like, I'm going to adopt male clothes and male hairstyles and male this. It just was, I think, I think what we weren't thinking about let's talk about the meaning of gender so much back then. Gender identity and gender, how you presented yourself and how you identified, it wasn't really a concept that people knew was something you could do until, I mean, it seems like until quite recently, it was like even re- like learning. Cause I'm like, I'm, I'm female. I identify as female. I'm pretty cisgendered. What's her face. However you call it like pretty vanilla as far as that goes. But even like five years ago, when no one was talking about this, I didn't know that it was a th- like, even if I did feel differently inside, I would, nobody would be talking about it. So I think the representation in 2016 versus in 1994 is very different. So I, it's interesting. I think this episode is very easy to see as more complicated than it was intended to be in 1994. Uh, but, you know, again, I'm saying that as a, you know, a, a straight cis dude. So uh, I would absolutely like to hear from from listeners like what their thoughts are on Haruka's introduction. Uh, so if you you know if you want to tell us like please do tweet at us write in uh, tell us if we're completely wrong uh, and we will we will read that stuff on the air in our in our next episode. There's a part later on I'll and I'll mention it when we get there but there is a part where I thought it was much deeper than it ended up being. I'll I'll mention it when it comes up. All right. So for now, I I do have it paused on Haruka's face. Mm. And what a lovely face. Well, it is. But it's weird that they they introduce her in an episode with Motoki, with Andrew, who essentially looks exactly (laughs) like Haruka. Very similar. Very similar. So like, yeah, like a lot of the. I mean, we talk a lot about how everybody is identical in the show. Like all, all yes. the women look the same. They they don't give her the typical female features of uh, the 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 eyelashes and the cute cheek marks, yeah. things like that. Um, uh, but but I also think I I also think it's asking a lot of us to believe that Minako. And uh, Usagi, just based on her appearance and their interactions with her, just go, oh, that's a boy. That is, that's a boy. It's, 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 it's a little hard to believe. Um, she but, does still have the eyelashes, though. Does the she? Nice yeah, the nice big eyelashes. On well, the maybe side. I, I'll have to look a little closer when we get another close up. Um, so, anyway, she, she comes up and says, uh, hey, I'll I'll race you, and they're and they're both like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, he's so he's so gorgeous, um, and Venus uh, does start to race her. The game starts, and Haruka just <laughs> sits there. Uh, first of all, first of all, I want to point out Venus uses both feet on the pedals. She gets a really weird upskirt shot as well. Oh no, from the front. yes, it's that is very true. <laughs> oh my god! But you're not supposed to drive with both feet. No, uh, Mina. I tried that once. It was very difficult. No, it's not. It's not wise. It no. is not wise. It seems like Wait, it would make is, sense. Is this a? Is she using both feet on the same pedal, or is there a clutch? 
No, no. She's got one foot on the brake, one foot on the gas. <laughs> okay, yeah. You should not do that. That's bad. <laughs> yeah. There is a really great shot. They use it a couple times. They use it for Usagi and they use it for uh, Minako of their identical feet just slamming into the pedal uh, when they're getting frustrated about the uh, about losing. Well, they have different shoes so, on. Right. So Haruka is literally sitting there, arms crossed, doing absolutely nothing. Yeah, she's kind of a jerk. <laughs> and Usagi goes, uh, the race started. I'm just giving her a chance to catch up. Or to, uh, head start. Head start. I figured I should have a handicap, yeah. I figured it's uh, not fair that I don't have a handicap. I'll let you get hit a head start. Yeah. Then then we do get the shot that you were talking about, which is kind of egregious. It's a kind of egregious shot it's where gross. they just go, yeah, to show her angry, let's go from right <laughs> just below her, just far enough that if we zoom out just enough, yep, there's her underwear. Great. Perfect. <laughs> and her knees are up and her legs are like frog <laughs> legs. It's so weird. Ridiculous. And she's 14. Ridiculous. You know. <laughs> yes. All true. So, so yeah, Mina is furious and is like, he, she's thinking, I am going to be a race star. This is obscene that, that, that he would think this about me and blah, 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 blah. And so then Haruka goes, all right, I'll start. And <laughs> kicks on the gas and starts flying immediately through this race. Yeah. She Which... laps her like three times. <laughs> Not three times. Okay, twice. She laps her twice. I think they say the word laps. She She's lapped me again. But I think that's because they didn't understand what the word lap, lapped means. Well, I mean, she passed her again. She, she passed, passed her, her one time. Then went passing around her the, the first course. time. Right. Passing the first time isn't lapping. Passing the first time is just passing. Oh. Only the second time is lapping. Oh, damn it. I, which, again, I feel like you should not be able to do in a good video game. <laughs> I feel like this is a bad video game. <laughs> Yeah, or or it means the other player is really not very good. <laughs> yes, that, that that is also true, <laughs> which we didn't think was the case. Um, so so Mina loses miserably, and she's like, "I'm terrible." And uh, Amara goes, "No, no, you're really good. Like you, you know, you you've got a shot." At she said, "Doing this with, good with a little with a, here, get ready, because <clears throat> I wrote oh, this do down. It. This is the line with a little more practice, you could be the prettiest race car driver ever." Yep, not that was good. in the dub. Yep. Not great. Not a good driver. A, a pretty one. So is she telling her to fix her face? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little more practice with the makeup. Just keep you're almost there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because this is the thing, uh, you know, again, we, we talked about him, uh, her being a jerk in, in the, the head start situation. Also kind of a kind of a Lothario uh, in <laughs> this situation as well. And a show uh, off. because because that's when uh, Mishiru shows up. Ah, and they are both struck by her beauty as well. Yes. Beautiful girl. And she gets With, the uh, same entrance as Haruka. The same they rose both, Yeah, they both get the, the petals. Rose petals, yeah. yeah. The, the, the paws into a painted frame and, and uh, cherry blossoms. Cherry blossoms, right, right. That's what I meant. Beautiful. Uh, <laughs> and I think they talk about, a lot about her skin being perfect and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So off, uh, off the the couple goes together, and they're and they're and they're left going. Wait, what? What are they an item? Like, what's going on? Well, I think I think the thing you you didn't mention, oh, is that uh, like when when uh, Haruka is like, oh, you you could be the the prettiest race car driver around. Uh, like what Michiru says is like uh, something like, yeah, Haruka says that to all the cute girls. <gasps> Oh, no, that's 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 later. Is that what she says right there? Later? I thought she said it there, but it might it might be later. I know she says it at some point in this uh, 
at some point in this episode. Somebody also says that someone can't drive worth beans in the dub. She can't drive worth oh, beans. Can so beans sad. drive? Uh, that's the point. They can't drive. Sure. Depends on the bean. <laughs> sure. <laughs> oh, I, and I wrote down for the dub. Now, you can tell me if I'm totally crazy, uh, Allison. I said, their voices sound way too fucking similar in the old dub. I, I had a terrible time telling them apart just they from are, their voices. They are pretty monotone. Because Oh, yeah. Because first of all, yeah, you're absolutely right. First of all, they both are just constantly like... So we're going to get some hard crystals. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Okay, cool. So, yeah, this is going to be really difficult. Oh, they, sound, they sound really cool to me. So look, it might be a little too cool. They sound no like, emotion. They all sound like Troa Barton from Gundam Wing, and that's that. But also, like, I'll tell you, um, Mishiru, like, I just, I wish they had given her, like, a, like a higher voice because she's also doing, like, deep voice thing. <laughs> and so I was, I could not tell them apart. It's Without like seeing their lips move, but like she's already has she already has the long hair, the blue hair. Um, she's wearing the girly outfit. I feel like giving her like a girly little voice would be like overkill. Maybe I, I could understand that impulse completely, except that like I said, she's constantly talking to this other person with another low voice, and I just couldn't <laughs> tell them apart. It's <laughs> funny. The girls are left uh, by which I mean uh, Mina Moon and, and Venus. Moon and Venus and Andrew Venus are left and uh, watching them leave and going, "Oh my God, they're both incredibly gorgeous." And then Andrew's like, "Yeah," and they're like, "Oh, Andrew, we forgot you existed." <laughs> <laughs> so from there, we cut to a cafe where uh, oh, the cafe Ruka is called the cafe is called Once Upon a Time. I wrote that down, too. Oh, I missed that. That's fantastic. So sorry to interrupt, Chris. So they're having coffee together. Uh, Such a grown-up thing to do, these high schoolers. Hot cocoa. (laughs) Hot chocolate. Sure. Sure it is. No, it is. They say that it's hot chocolate. They're like, hot chocolate dates. So romantic. It's true. Oh, in the dub? Yeah. But it's coffee. We all Uh, know it's coffee. Come on. That's a really weird distinction to make. Well, you know, caffeine caffeine can hurt the brains of... uh, of young uh, young children. And it'll stunt your growth because these girls true. are all five foot three, five foot four. <laughs> it's gonna stunt their growth for shit. Then we get so, a really weird scene. Yeah, describe this part, Chris. This is so strange. Yeah, so they're having coffee and they're talking about like, oh, you know, we need to be really careful in this town while we're doing our, our secret stuff, our secret sailor business. <laughs> and uh, then we cut to, or we don't even cut, we just kind of pan over to find out that Minako and Usagi are spying on them from around the corner because AKA they have followed stalking them. Yes. These, these, our heroes have been like, well, there's new hotties in town. I guess we better go uh, <laughs> follow them and chart their every move until we figure out that relationship status. Mm-hmm. So they're, and they're, yeah, they're swooning about it. What is up with this scene with the drink? Oh my god, the water on the tray. Oh, I love this. I thought this was great. So weird. So funny. Oh my god. Well, it's because Minako has to like dramatically like slam down her glass in a in a show of resolve, but they're standing up. They're not at a table. So there has to be a waitress there holding a tray. And uh well, first of all, there's another great thing uh in this scene because Minako goes, "He's the ideal man I've been searching for." And Usagi goes, "Wow." She she literally does whisper a whisper scream. scream. Yes, it's all it's true. amazing. It is all true. Mina has to keep reminding her, "You have Darian. You're destined lovers with him. You're don't you don't forget about Darian." It's like, oh yeah. 
Yeah. Doesn't she like? I feel like it. Maybe I imagined this because I did watch this uh, a couple days ago, right when I woke up. But I did, honest <laughs> to God, feel like she said the phrase "destined moon lover" at some point. <laughs> I, don't I don't remember, remember it, but I'll believe it. True. Probably not. Again, this is a this is a scene that was so the the, yeah, the waitress thing was double weird because in the in the original sub she's like literally the waitress is just like have a seat, miss. Yeah, she goes <laughs> after after Mina Minako uh, bangs her her glass down on the tray. The waitress is like, "Will you please sit down now? Because <laughs> you're being super weird." See, I was assuming that literally the waitress was just like walking by with a water for someone, and Venus just grabbed it and drank it. I mean, I that is also a true. pretty hilarious possibility. Um, in the in the dub, they just had her talking to them like as though she was part of the conversation, which was really <laughs> weird. Um, she's a person too. She's well, got dreams. Because she she's sure working she in a restaurant. Right, of course. Thank you. So then they they continue stalking them, and they're following them together. Oh, and by the way, so the two of them are just walking together, and Yusagi's like, "See, they're a couple." And it's like, "What? What? Because they're walking? <laughs> you two are walking. Are you a couple? Like, what are you talking about?" But then they go into a, they split up at an auto shop, and somebody's like. Oh, see, they're not joined at the hip, <laughs> right? So and it's like, what? Who cares? Move. Like, well, they're so walking they together, and then am I am I misremembering, or does Haruka like literally just like like veer off, distracted by the sight of a car? No, I, she, there, she has a car. car. It's her car. Yeah, we don't, we don't. I mean, we don't see the discussion, but they, they sure they talked. She just walks off to go see her car. I'm sure and, it's civil. And yeah, and then Venus is like, see, they're they're not together. They're not a couple. It's like, wait, no, they just are going different places. What, like, what are you talking about? Yeah, there's not enough evidence to go on either way with this. Well, there's they're going a lot of places. assumptions. Listen, they're going different places physically. Maybe it's about their relationship as well. And they're also going different places. Now's my chance. Uh, so uh, Amara Haruka <laughs> goes to talk to the, uh, the guy fixing the car. And he's like, oh, oh I'll fix your car. Wait. You want to say the, the dub line? I, this scene is like the flower shop scene from the room. <laughs> How's my car? Your car is great. Where's it, when is it going to be ready? Oh, in a few days. Thanks, Michelle. Thanks, Mara. Bye. <laughs> nice doggy. Yep. So so dumb. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> Wait. I'm so in, <laughs> in the dub, this is this is Haruka's car. Yeah, it's her car. She's checking up on it. Isn't it? Yeah. I I I didn't. Like pick up on that in the in the Japanese version at all. I thought she was just like, "Oh, that's a cool car. I'm gonna go talk to this mechanic because I like cars." Well, no, it's hers. And I'll have she... to double check. No, it is hers because later she talks about how her car's been in the shop, so she's been biding her time by playing race car games in arcade. Well, it definitely is in the dub. I just don't remember if it was in the original version. Mm, okay. So then we cut away to Professor Tomo or Tomoe, and. I'll tell you, three episodes in, I'm already going, all right, we don't really need this thing, do we? <laughs> the, the, thing, the thing I said at this point, uh, I, like, we were watching this and I turned to Aiden and I'm like, that dude spends a lot of money on beakers. <laughs> it's the exact same scene. The exact same scene. Yeah, he, I don't he, think they did a frame of animation different. episode, like, just maybe get some plastic ones, bro. Yeah. I don't think there is a single frame that was new to this scene in this episode. No, not at all. Not <laughs> Still at all. the same Joker, not healed mouth slice on the side and the same egg that adjusts itself and then the goop and then the dissolve and then the same boiling green in the 
pink that he pours into the bubbling green and then the egg comes. It's the same thing. Yeah, listen, we got a new transformation sequence last week, so we really had to get something else to help pad out that episode. That's the same, too. So guess where the demon egg? Now, here's the thing. The demon diamond egg. Diamond. So (laughs) there's no explanation. I mean, again, I I used to say this about Buffy, too. uh, But uh, the only thing you can say is that Sailor Moon has, like, magical being brought to the place that she is needed powers. Well, we talked about that on my last episodes that I was on. Did we talk about that then too? Yeah. Because the crystal again, shop, the ice cream shop, it's just right, so convenient. Right. Because again, it's another thing where her and the, and the bad guys both coincidentally, not, there's no explanation. They both coincidentally go to the same place every time. It's well, not like I mean, there was an article Jordan. in the newspaper and they both go to it. Jordan, Tokyo is not a large town. Oh, right. <laughs> There's only so many places you can go in Tokyo. <laughs> so the the diamond egg this time goes into the car, which is pretty awesome. Yes. Yes. Vroom, vroom. The, does, is this where the car transforms? Not uh, yet. Not, not yet. No. Yet. Okay. Because that is because... maybe... Maybe the best sequence on the show since the Red Butler episode. <laughs> no, what happens first is they, um, Amara catches Moon and Venus spying on her. And wait, this now is, this is this is this is the part that I wanted to talk about before when we were talking about trans representation. And was there something that came before this that I missed? Uh, just that this is, I think, this is the part where the guy in the dub, the mechanic says to tell me if i'm wrong when the mechanic says to um amara uh with your car in the shop where you've been getting all your kicks yeah and then she <laughs> says just been biding my time in the virtual arcade way to ask that question. and yeah as yeah as allison just said say say what do you say which what her response was just pass oh wait you do the thing and i'll reply hey uh <laughs> with your car in the shop where you've been getting all your kicks just passing the time virtual driving at the arcade. <laughs> Just passing the time virtual driving at the arcade. <laughs> Although, as Beautiful. we learn later in this episode, she also has a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, true. But well, um, look, it's, it, so does a uh, so tuxedo mask. Mm, that's true. And a big rod. And a hot rod. Oh, oh all the rods. Double rod. <laughs> So what I was going to say before, though, when she, when Amara catches Moon and Venus spying on her, she looks the look on her face and like the way that she responds to it made me feel like the way the scene sh- I was wanted to be played out was that she thinks that these girls think she's trans or want to figure her out. And what actually happens is she's like, what do you want to know about me? And they're like, uh, you have perfect skin. Are you dating Michelle? And she's like <laughs> relieved and surprised because I think she really feels like they're going to be like, are you a boy or a girl? I want to flush your head down a toilet. And it's really it's really like because they don't know each other. And Amara is a girl who dresses like a boy and probably got teased a lot when she was younger. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. Like, you have short hair and you're a girl. Oh, no. I, and it's so refreshing that the girls are just like. What's your st- are you single because we like you? Uh sweet? I have a question. Yes. Uh, oh, raise your hand. Oh. <laughs> okay, okay. I can't. I <laughs> I know. Um, I know. Do Michiru and Haruka know that they are the Sailor Scouts at this point? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 
Okay, so they were just at the diner being like, hey, we're mysterious. I know, and they not, know. not know that they themselves are Sailor Scouts, know that, that Usagi and Minako and Ami <laughs> oh, and Ray they know that are their Scouts. own identities. <laughs> Listen, weirder things have happened on this show. I mean, yes, that's <laughs> Moonlight Night happened, unfortunately. Right. So No, I don't think they know. I don't believe that they know it's that Usagi is Sailor Moon. Okay. I have seen no evidence that they know that. They probably All have right. this conversation... I mean, they have the same hair. No, it can't be. She's much too clumsy. I guess you're right. We'll have to keep looking for the pure heart, Crystal. There you go. Now kiss. <laughs> so, so let's talk about the little press conference that is held here. It's <laughs> it's really adorable because they, they uh, Moon and Moon and Venus <laughs> are asking the questions like so intently and and like I alluded to, they're raising their hands, going, "Oh, okay, question, question." Uh, <laughs> over here, over here, Mr. Mr. Haruka. Um, you on the front. Mr. Haruka, I suppose. You with the buns in your head. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they're asking about, are you dating? Who was that? What is she to you? What is your relationship? Yeah, they specifically ask, what is she to you? Which is a very, like, very vaguely sinister question. Very judgmental. Um, is she your girlfriend? And then we get uh, we get a very... A very Japanese culture specific moment because they ask if if she's her girlfriend and he and uh, Amara goes or uh, Haruka goes, Mishiru, my girlfriend, and they immediately go, Oh my God, you're using her first name. Uh, it's it must be really serious, because <laughs> um, that's you know that's pretty serious. And then this is where this is where things start changing again between the dub and the and the sub. In the dub, I'm sorry, in the sub in the original version, the answer is, well, yes. Maybe even something closer than that, than girlfriends. Cousins. <laughs> Whereas, cousins. You know how you're closer to your cousin than you are to your girlfriend? <laughs> no, they don't say that. Whereas in the sub, I think I think in the sub, she says no, right? She says no, nothing like that. Yeah, it's like relationship. No, like the way she says it is cute and it's very like quirky. And they're like, you're together? And she goes, together. No, or like some, I don't know. Oh, I don't remember what it is. But it was cute and it was really smart. And this is where we get to the flirt, the super, super flirty part that Chris was yeah. alluding to. This because, is where Michiru says, because uh, uh, well, Haruka, Haruka says, says all the cute girls. No, but first Haruka, Haruka goes, but it's, a, listen, I know I just said that she's closer than a girlfriend to me, but listen, Venus, you still have a chance. Don't give up. <laughs> it could happen. You never know. And that's when when she says uh, uh, she says that to all of the cute girls. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, Mishiru taking this like a game flirting like definitely in stride. A game like Z game. Yeah, it's no, it's, it's like serious. It clearly works. Oh, absolutely. If I mean, especially considering this is not like they're in a place together and someone is like, "Oh my god, you're gorgeous." He's like, "Yeah, that's right, hot stuff." Like this is. <laughs> As far as Haruka knows, Mashiro is not around and is saying, you've got a shot to, to win me away from my girlfriend. <laughs> if if I said that to someone and my wife walked in at the time, listen, yeah, I'm married, but you never know, lady. Oh my, my wife would be fucking furious. <laughs> I did. Well, well, they're not dating. She said that they're not dating. So No, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the subtitles, she says... Yes, even maybe even something closer than girlfriend. Well, something closer than girlfriend is not a girlfriend. It's something different. No, no, no. Yeah, well, you know, closer closer than girlfriend is Sailor Scout. I think, or like wife. <laughs> P- 
planet friends. Do you think wife is closer than Sailor Scout? I don't no, know. No, it's Jordan. closer than girlfriend. I don't know. We're planet neighbors. Oh, and also, also, uh, <laughs> I forgot about this line. That's what Haruka says to all the girls. Haruka says, uh, no, that's not true. And then Mashiru says uh, did, something like, did you say that to me? Watch out. I'll take these little snacks home with me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I might take these little snacks what? right on home with me. Ew. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Ew. Oh, God. And so then they raise their hand again and go, question, are you Haruka's girlfriend? And then Usagi yells out, please answer yes or no. Oh, that's when it is. And she goes, answer no. And then, and then yes, uh, Mashiro says no, which I don't understand why. She's lying. No, they're more than girlfriends. Uh, that's not a thing. Gal pals, you know. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, uh, right. Dina again. Gabriel. Yes, thank you. You're getting it. By Jove. Right, again. But that's like if a, if a good-looking woman came up to my wife and was like, hey, are you Jordan's girlfriend? And my wife was like, no, not at all. <laughs> that's probably more. not how that would go down. <laughs> that would be weird. <laughs> That's so funny. Then somebody says to Venus, I'm sure you'll find your prince one day. And she goes, today? <laughs> uh, there's also a really great moment here where Usagi, like Usagi is getting so into this. And one of the things that I really love about this episode, no memory. Memory was discussed, <laughs> never seen. Uh, and like Usagi's like, we got to find this out. Like we got to get to the bottom of this so that, so that we can hook up with this hot guy. Did you guys and, see the picture uh, that I sent? The link? Oh no! Let's see. Go into Zancaster because it's it's so good. Yeah, that's a good yeah, one. It, that's a great that's a great shot. It's Neptune and Uranus looking like adults, and then Moon and Venus looking like infants. Yes, like t- the tiniest of children. <laughs> we could tweet it later. Minako is understandably like Usagi. You have Memoru. Like you <laughs> literally have a distant moon lover. We've been to the future. You have a kid. You have a kid and you have a weapon that might be your kid. <laughs> you have two kids. Uh, and we get a really great shot of uh, uh, Usagi and she's like, man, Minako's giving me like a really hard time today. <laughs> oh my God. Almost the way that so Yeah. Which <laughs> then causes another reference, which I didn't get, but my wife explained to me that yeah. in Japan, when you sneeze, they say someone must be talking about you. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like your ears burning. I never have heard that equivalent. Is this when we and switch that's when scenes? Sneezes. She sneezes yes, 186 what... times. <laughs> she must be so popular. <laughs> she does she... have a box of Kleenex next to her. Well, in the well, dub, yeah, she says she has a cold. In the dub, she goes, "Achoo, ugh, 186." Who <laughs> <laughs> counts their sneezes? That's Not weird. I. Someone who doesn't Not want to study. Oh, one more thing though about Amara and Michelle because yes. when they're taught when when Michelle Michiru 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 right she's talking about Haruka and she's like Amara loves happily ever after she's such a romantic and the restaurant that they were having their hot cocoa slash coffee at was called Once Upon a Time and I wonder if like the thematic restaurant is like a requirement for them we can only eat somewhere romantic we can only eat somewhere that harkens back to a an early Disney movie it's no pizza coffee for them no absolutely not unless it's a euphemism <gasps> what yes. for what one of them's the pizza one of them's the coffee Duh. which one is which did you ever walk up to a couple and go hey which one of you has the pizza which one is the coffee 
Well, it's like when you go to a lesbian couple and you're like, but who's the guy? Oh, I just realized they don't fit in the one person's the cat, one person's the dog. They're kind of both cats. One person, what? At one point, that's a theory. Okay. I said one person in the relationship is the cat, one's the dog. So Memoru is a cat and Yusagi is a dog. Not in a negative connotation way, but in a, you know, she's like a, a puppy How could that dog. be negative? Cats and dogs are the best. Because no, I get it. No. when you call someone a dog, it, it could uh, be interpreted the wrong way. But that's not the way I mean it. I meant in the, you know, pleasant way. Sure. Yes. This is an interesting theory. I, I would, I, I think you're onto something with it. Except, except neither of these is, is a dog. These are both cats. Uh, yeah, they, they both seem they both seem rather cat-like in this episode. Um, so from there we move to a scene, and, and like I was saying, in the Japanese version, this is the scene where you find out that it's not Haruka's car. I didn't think it was. Uh, she's just talking about like, yeah, this guy is a mechanic. He he deals with race cars. So she's flirting with a mechanic. It's it seems less flirty than like, yeah, I really like cars. Okay. But she comes to the, this particular garage because he works on the uh, on the Grand Prix circuit. No, oh, he wants no. to. He wants to. Oh, he wants to. That's right. He wants to. It, this is why it's so weird because she's like, I like to come hang out with this guy because he <laughs> wants to do a thing that is connected to a thing that I also want to do. It's like, well, why don't you go hang out with the guy who does it? Well, it's probably difficult for a high school student to go hang out with the the mechanic on the Grand Prix circuit. You know. <laughs> I guess so. So at this point, Kameda is the mechanic's name. He finishes. Wait, um, no, no, wait, wait, no. You have to hear about this part. Uh, okay. Because Mashiro says, oh, Haruka dreams of being one of the top drivers in motors- motorsports. At which point Haruka says, wrong. I used to dream about that. <laughs> now I have a new dream. My dream is to do a thing that only I can do and I will do it no matter what. And I will sacrifice everything in my entire life to make sure that it happens. That's pretty intense. <laughs> That is what happens. And then Venus lost her boner. <laughs> I won't have any regrets. No, they don't lose their boner over that. They double boner over that. <laughs> they, they, lose their boner. they see the dramatic, oh my God, that passion. And they see they see more cherry blossoms and, and blush from how exciting it is. Except then Usagi goes, well, it's not quite as cool as Mamoru. <laughs> but what does Mamoru do? What does he want to do? Does Memorial have any dreams? Does he have any goals uh, in life? I mean, he, he has dreams of, of disaster, <laughs> disaster and peril. <laughs> He's going to be the king of the world, or at least regent. Prince consort. Yeah, prince consort, sure. Okay. So at this point, the diamond egg activates. Yes. And I hope you're ready for this shit to get real, because this am. is the best. Uh, the diamond egg activates... And the car stands up on its rear wheels and starts wiggling in a very weird way. Like very cartoony, very like very Looney Tunes, I think, in a lot of ways. I love this. Boink, 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 boink. And it's saying in a human voice, vroom, vroom, vroom. (laughs) And then once all the, the shimmying and shaking is over, we have... A sexy car. <laughs> a very sexy car. I love this monster. Like I said, S is is three for three for monster designs. Vroom, vroom, vroom. Oh my god, wait. I uh, once heard a woman who had a cell phone and her phone ringtone was her own voice going ring, 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 
Ring, ring. And it was... <laughs> so that's what this sounded like to me, but but more cool. I don't remember if there's a specific name to this monster in the dub, but do you know what the real name for this monster is? Well, the, the thing she says is steering. Yep. That's the monster's name. Steering. Uh, she steering. has okay. okay. She is basically Penelope Pitstop. Because she has like the Penelope Pitstop helmet and the little puff, like the little curl of hair underneath and a scarf and then like a swimsuit and then exhaust pipes and tires and is holding a steering wheel. And she has vampire fangs and she has eye makeup and black fingernails. I love her. I love her. But here's the crazy part about her. Uh, Oh, 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 okay. (laughs) Let's get to the No, 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 no. Listen, because I'll tell you, here, this is what struck me as particularly funny and weird, is that if you think of, if you just said to me, oh, a car person, or or even said to me, uh, a sexy car lady, <laughs> I would probably imagine that sexy car lady to have wheels on her legs slash feet oh, area God, and wheels on best. her arm area. Oh, this is the best. And like be Wheeler style, you know, like Wheelers from Return to Oz style, like rolling around belly down you'd be wrong wrong. she drives around on her back because she, she's mimicking the shape of a formula one car oh, so, yes. she has, so she lays down on her back with her legs kicked up to make the swing <laughs> which is and again i've never seen that that's bananas no. but that also like i'm gonna go ahead and say this because it's gonna happen in a minute and it's like yes. the f- most fucking amazing thing say it her, like her uh her top <laughs> is like a car like a car roof and she has like a windshield like <laughs> so when she lays down on her back like where her her breasts are is like a windshield and then at one point that's gonna roll down like a window to reveal her cleavage and then a laser is gonna come out she has a actual literal boob window (laughs) which is a thing we talk about in the comic book industry but never with an actual glass windshield in it (laughs) it's so even by the standards of sailor moon monsters it's so needlessly sexy like so, like. So you're saying you find her sexy? Oh yeah, I think she's great. I'm, yes, yes. Oh boy. But it's 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 sexiness to the point of of not being sexy at all anymore. No, <laughs> I don't think it goes that far around the bend. Oh, so so you think it's sexy? I don't see how anyone could not. <laughs> I'm not attracted to cars. No, I'm not into cars. Like. When I, whenever people used to ask me what kind of car I had, I'd say it's it's teal. Its color is teal. They're like, well, what, what? Tell me everything. Tell us the specs. I'm like, it's a teal car. It's got four wheels and a and a steering wheel. So like, I'm not I'm not a real car person. But I bet Haruka, I bet her pants are soaking fucking wet. <laughs> transforms just to air that shit out. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> guys. I'm so sorry. So Usagi oh, and Miriko slip on some oil and go crashing into uh, a a pile of gas cans. Um, the and then monster, they burn to death and die. <laughs> yeah, the monster steering, I guess, is her name. Uh, yep. Literally says "jack up" and shoots out jacks that lift up Kameda. 
and then she rolls underneath him. The window rolls down, and a laser comes out of her uh, of her boobs and uh, takes out his pure heart crystal. Wow. Accurate, accurate description. Yeah. Then she takes it and races off as a race car and says, "Vroom, vroom, wee, vroom, vroom," like into the sunset. It's so fucking <laughs> dumb. And so they are going, oh, shit, we got to get this guy's heart back. Because, again, <laughs> they recognize these crystals as hearts. Uh, we got to get this guy's heart back because you can't live without a heart. He will die. Hearts you can't live with, you, he still has his heart. He just doesn't have his, the crystal inside his heart. Uh, no. Rock. I think, that, I think that is their heart. Because I think I think they say, let me see, in this version, let me, I think they say we got to get this guy's heart back. <laughs> oh, my God. So they go off and transform. Uh, we get to hear the theme song for the uh, the the show, for our our podcast. And uh, then, it's, now here's the thing, Chris. Uh, this episode seems to prove us wrong. We many times speculated that the Sailor Scouts have a secret superpower of super running, <laughs> <laughs> where they could run across into town very quickly. This episode seems to suggest not because they are biking after the race car. <laughs> well, no, you no, know, no. they can Venus. super run after a normal monster, but this is a super fast car monster. Venus oh. is biking. Moon is just clinging on to her. Yes, right. She's she's riding. Oh, 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 but before, actually, we don't even learn that yet. First, we oh. get the, the motorcycle moment that you talked about. This is not, uh, at this point, Sailor Uranus. This is uh, still Haruka and Mashiru riding a motorcycle. They ride a motorcycle up a wall, <laughs> like super awesome racing style. Oh, yeah. They ride it up a wall. And I don't know if you mentioned this. Uh, Michiru is riding side saddle. Yes. Oh, I didn't oh even God. notice that. It's I took notes. fucking I took amazing. Notes. She's so fucking perfect. They, they are literally 90 degrees on this wall. Uh, <laughs> 90 degrees. Absolutely. Uh, and then they use the motorcycle as a projectile, they <laughs> jump off the motorcycle and have it land on the car lady steering <laughs> uh, and crash her. And she Cra yells out, bang, crash. <laughs> <laughs> she does not. She does in the in the in the subtitles. She does. Uh, and she says uh, it, it, that was very dangerous. Uh, good thing I had my helmet on. And then in the in the dub, you have she says like. At least we had good insurance. Or oh, like, I God. hope we had good insurance. Oh, no. Uh, so stupid. So then we find out that the scouts biked after them, and they're there. Uh, at which point, by the way, Sailor Moon says, um, oh, no, not, not, is it at this part that she says something like, I'm here to triumph over evil Knievels like you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Probably. I'm pretty sure this is where she says that. And and then uh and, and and I think she says something about like I'm the knock in your engine or maybe the monster says I'm the knock in your engine. One of them says that to the other. <laughs> I am the knock in your engine. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um so, so they start fighting about uh the heart thing. About the heart thing. Yeah, the the magic cleavage laser that removed someone's heart. Oh no, no. You know what? I'm sorry. Sailor Uranus says, I'm the knock in your engine when she shows up. Oh. I'm the knock in your engine. I'm Sailor Uranus. That might actually be better than what she says in the Japanese version, because when Sailor Uranus shows up, she goes, she goes answering the call from a new era. You yeah. know, I am Sailor Uranus. And then when Neptune shows up, she goes, also from the new era. <laughs> <laughs> I am Sailor Neptune. And I'm here, too. 
Are they referring to the fact that they're from the Moon Kingdom thousands of years ago? No, I think they're referring to the fact that they are in a new season of Sailor Moon. <laughs> <laughs> they just got really meta. All right. Oh, my God. And so uh, they are here to attack and they do the thing that they, uh, you know, Clip do. the chasm and the tidal wave. Yeah. Which also, like, first of all, I love the animation for Uranus's attack. It's really, really cool. It also looks like it should destroy a city. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, like I said, the, 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 both of their attacks seem really metaphorical. And I said this before, and I, and I still believe it. Because, again, she shoots. A, th- we see giant tidal waves and we see giant chasms opening up. But the attack seems to actually involve just some energy blasting. Yeah, a little Neptune and Uranus-shaped yeah. uh, fireball and water ball coming at her. Yeah. The animation on those is really, really awesome, though. These, I mean, look, I'll tell you right now, I love Neptune and Uranus after seeing this episode. Just seeing them here, I love them. I love their attacks. I love their personalities. I love their school uniforms. Uh, <laughs> I don't so... love their personalities in the sense that... The, again, I the voice acting in the dub was so dull to me. What do you mean? You didn't think this was interesting? No, something it about it. Something about it just didn't rub me the right way. What do you mean it didn't rub you the right way? It rubbed me the right way. Me too. Yes, I agree. That's two people talking, not one. <laughs> two. <sighs> so uh, they... Uh, blast the monster with it, it's deep submerge is Michiru's and what's uh what's uh Haruka's attack? World shaking, I think. Is it world shaking? Wor- uh, Earth shaking? Oh, I don't know. Let me, let me look. Uh, yeah, world shaking. Yeah, world shaking and deep submerge. Uh, and then that gives uh th- those play the role of roses this week uh because it stuns uh steering. Vroom vroom, long enough for uh, Usagi to use uh, her new attack, uh, which I can't remember the name of. Uh, uh, it's not Pink Sugar Heart attack. attack. Spiral Heart Attack. Spiral Heart Attack. And it's uh, literally a heart attack. It, it's, yeah, it's the, the wall crashing. Oh, does the monster sure say something this time? Lovely. Same says lovely again. Yeah. Yes. She does? Yeah. And in, in, again, in the, in the subtitles. Yeah. I like that. I'm, really sure, I'm sure that I will eventually get tired of it. But I can't see how I'm going to get tired of her attack just being a giant wall coming out and smacking you in the face. Like and a giant, hot like, pink and it's a heart and it shatters. So lovely. It, it, like, this My is favorite the first part attack that looks like it hurts that she's mm-hmm. done. Because it looks like you're getting hit with a heart-shaped truck. It's amazing. My favorite part of this one is that the car is standing on its bumper. Oh, that car is Fucked. The car is left standing up. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. balanced on its bumper. And then we get, uh, as as with re- yes, last episode and the episode before, uh, Uranus goes, nope, this is some bullshit. We don't need this heart. <laughs> uh, here, I guess you can save that guy's life if you want. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> why aren't they? Why aren't they like bowled over by Sailor Uranus's looks like they were? With <laughs> Great question. <Haruka. laughs> Great question. Looks now, the same. But I have an even bigger question, which is okay. so then we cut back to the Crown Game Center and oh all the oh, scouts are there and they're going, so you were just chasing after some boy. What's up with that bullshit? And they're like, yeah, but you don't understand. This boy was really good looking. 
And Amy's like, well, the real thing is we should check on the new Sailor Scouts. And they go, the cats are taking care of that. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Let's leave that important business to the cats. So then Mashiru and uh, Haruka show up. Now, now Haruka this time has her jacket off, her tie off, and her shirt undone like one button, maybe two buttons. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it is 100% obvious to them that she is a woman. And I'm sitting here going, she does not look any different. No. She has eyelashes now. She has oh. she has mascara now. You can see because this jacket's off, the jacket is not like padding down her breasts. So she has a hint of breasts. That's it. A hint of but breasts. But everybody is like, yes. Like well, she, Jupiter, listen, she doesn't have giant Jupiter's breasts or like anything. In, like well, when they're like, oh yeah, we were chasing after a handsome boy. And there he is now. And Jupiter like leaps on top of Venus or Moon and is like, Radar, radar, where's the fox? She's <laughs> yes. staring right at her. Yes. Doesn't even it's like Uranus doesn't even exist. She's like, where's the cute boy? Because I don't see it. Because because with a hint of bosom, it is super obvious breasts. it's not a, a man. Yes. And they are, again, like you said, it's like, no, the face is exactly the same, friends. Aren't you like, did you think that this was a boy? No, nothing. Like it's, uh, they, see Michiru, they see Michiru with someone who looks exactly like Haruka. Yes. And, yes. and Minako runs over and goes, Michiru, where's Haruka? And it's oh my God. like, if we're going to subscribe to the gender binary for the sake of this scene, this is the dumbest. Like, what should happen <laughs> is that Aminako should just go, uh, oh, hey, there's Michiru and there's Haruka. Oh, my God, Haruka's a girl. Like, that's that's the way it should play out. Instead, it's like, it's like, Michiru, where's Haruka? Shut up, person standing next to Michiru. We're not here to talk about you, lady. <laughs> Oh yeah, God. not wearing not wearing a, a hat to disguise anything. Not wearing not with a fucking fan in front of her goddamn face also, or something. Also, not in a different outfit. No, Just it's carrying the jacket over her shoulder. <laughs> the best part about this scene, though, is after they find out that it's her, Usagi yeah. says in the dub, "I knew there was something fishy about you right from the start." Fishy, fishy. It's a euphemism for. You know, you know, in RuPaul's Drag Race, Drag Race, Drag Race, when a queen looks really like a hot girl, and they use the expression "fish." No, fishy. Yeah, f- the word "fish" in in drag culture, anyway, refers to like hyper feminine, like really sexy, really feminine. So the fact that she's using the term "fishy," I'm gonna guess that 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 they use it that way based on this episode. But now we have come. That is that is the end of the episode. Uh, and it's time for us to talk about what we've learned in this uh, this very interesting episode of Sailor Moon. Uh, Allison, we will start with you. What did you learn from this episode? I learned that things aren't as complicated as you think they are. Because I was like, oh, it's trans identity and this and that and that. And it's like, no, she's just dressed like a boy. And I learned that blazers can hide that hint of breast <laughs> the only indication of your gender no <laughs> the only thing that tells the part we just from saw the other it. sex we just saw it man we saw evidence proof yeah. all you need is a good blazer <laughs> that's all you need Jordan, it's a very heavy blazer oh um what did i learn uh, <laughs> uh great question did you learn anything <laughs> i didn't uh i <laughs> I learned that uh, 
jealous is the opposite of jazzed. <laughs> Uh, which I think is pretty true. Chris, what did you learn today? <laughs> uh, I learned that anybody who makes fun of Lois Lane for not realizing that Clark Kent and Superman are the same person needs to look at Minako Aino and really re-examine some people's perceptions. Oh, don't you cannot oh sit here. I, I, I only can allow this because I know that you're not actually implying that Lois Lane is as 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 brainless as uh, Sailor Mercury or Sailor Venus, I mean. No, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying Lois is better because at least Superman changes his clothes. <laughs> if you're making fun of Lois and not Minako, like it, like Superman put on like put on different outfits to fool people at well, least. So did Haruka. She didn't transform and everyone no. went, who's that boy in no. a skirt? No, it's the same outfit. Like when she no. shows up the crown at the end of the show, she's wearing her school uniform. Right, because we're not talking about the difference between Haruka and Sailor Uranus because that's explained by... Haruka and Haruka. Yeah, we're talking about the difference of blazer on, blazer off. Okay. <laughs> because, yeah, the, 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 the other part is covered by whatever Sailor magic makes it so you can't tell Usagi is Sailor Moon but uh, yeah. I, I guess Doctor Strange cast that spell when if you're not told directly you're not gonna find right. out just like Peter Parker absolutely <laughs> uh, God, so it's... that brings us that brings the episode to a close we've talked a lot about our thoughts on this one uh, but again I love this episode um, I, I think Haruka and Michiru it's an interesting introduction at least for all of its uh, sort of cultural weirdness I guess uh, it's still a very interesting way to introduce them, and it's kind of an interesting dynamic that we haven't seen in a while. And it actually gives, like, like again, Minako in this episode is a second Usagi. She's she's like they're doing the same thing; they're the same person. But Minako's situation of not being tied to Mamoru, of of not like you know still having her future in front of her. Uh, makes her an, like putting them together makes for an interesting dynamic that I don't think you get from seeing Minako in isolation, like in a spotlight episode, or from seeing Minako interacting with any of the other scouts. Like her and Usagi work really well together here. Uh, and on top of that, I really like Uranus. I really like Neptune. Uh, I love their attacks. I love the monster. The this this is top like top three monsters on the show for me. <laughs> I love her. It's really, you? it's really good stuff. And your other two were Avocadora and, um, I do like Avocadora a lot. Uh, Avocadora and, uh, Zoocyte when Zoocyte is wearing armor made of sewer rats, I think oh are my, my top. Uh, that monster that of the doesn't week count as a different monster. <laughs> she, she's a monster all the way though. I would say, I would say, uh, Avocadora is on there. The princess robot from the uh, theme park episode. Oh God, is definitely on there. She's probably my number one. Wow, because she's like super creepy. Uh, but yeah, like the. But how do you know she's a princess? How do you know it's a princess robot? Because she is identified as a princess. Yeah, they yes, say, so "Oh, that's the yes. princess." But so is Xena. And I wasn't, Allison, once again, you cannot tell the difference between our voices. This is Chris. I was on your side. I know. I'm making a, I, I can tell you apart, Bob. Bob Floyd. <laughs> also, the princess in that has a castle and Xena doesn't. Uh, oh, God damn it. You're right. So that <laughs> My life is a sham. 
<laughs> that brings us to the end of this episode. Allison, thank you uh, for joining us again, uh, taking time out of your week. Uh, thank you so much. I love being here. It's really fun to, to chat with you guys, whoever you are. <laughs> no, I was really excited. I was really excited to be back and... It was fun. I loved it. Thank you. Uh, can you tell everyone where they can find you online before we let you go? Yes. I am on Twitter at Allie Stock, A-L-L-Y-S-T-A-W-K. I also have a podcast called Lila's Love You Like a Sister. We're on iTunes and we are coming back any minute now. <laughs> Definitely follow her on Twitter because you will see her talk about Xena a lot. Oh, my God. Every day. She's watching it every day. It's pretty every fun. Every day of my life. It's so good. Oh. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero for an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He's got a bevy of other podcasts you should check out, like The Morphin Grid about the Power Rangers, a couple about Pokemon called Pokemon World Tour and uh, Pokemon World Tour United, and then The Cool Kids Table, which I don't even know what it's about, but I'm sure it's you about role playing games. Okay, now I know. I learn more every time I talk about this. <laughs> I, I listen to you, Jake. Thanks, Chris. I, I understand you. Rem- remember who's good cough and who's bad cough when you're editing this show, Jake. Oh. <laughs> but still don't cut out anything he said to cut out. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at Sailor Business, and you can email the show at sailorbusinesspodcast at gmail.com. And uh, I say that every episode, but again, this is one that I would really like to hear people's thoughts about in terms of how Haruka is presented to the audience and whether, you know, here 22 years later, uh, if this is a, an episode that has a vastly different connotation than it might have when it was introduced, or if we're just reading too much into it, that is also a possibility, I suppose. And you can find me on Twitter as the ISB that's T H E I S B. And if you're curious about anything else I do, you can go to the dash ISB.com Uh, to find links to comics and other podcasts and also all the writing I do in other places. We will be back next time uh, in our regular episodes with Usagi's idol, the graceful genius Michiru. But something else has come up that Jordan is hearing about right now for the very first time. Is it the rod of love? No. We have been told, you know, it's, I, I think this episode is coming up, coming out before Halloween. And I think our next schedule one will be after but you may remember that last year at Halloween, we did watch uh, the Sailor Moon musical, The Last Dracul. Oh, no. <laughs> Are uh, you going to watch it again? T.A. Noonan has gotten back in touch with us to let us know that Dracula is in another musical. <laughs> and oh, she wants to be back on the show. And since we're already booked up through S, this might be her only opportunity. I don't know if we're going to do it, but we might have to do the second annual Sailor Business Halloween special uh, by going even deeper into the Dracula cycle of Sailor Moon musicals. Is it the next one? Or is yeah, it the, the second? One. Oh, God. I mean, I'll do it, but Jesus Christ, really? <laughs> So uh, maybe we'll do that. Maybe we won't. But uh, you'll just have to uh, see for yourself when we come back next time. Until then, keep your mind on sailor business.
mad woman in you grabbed the opening speech. Huh. We didn't have an hour to wait for you to try and catch your breath. 